0: And yes, thank you so very much for tuning in to gospelbellsradio.com, your community Christian internet talk radio engaging the culture with the mind of Christ. It's Sunday, the 9th of July, 2023, and the program is The Reader's Club on Gospel Bells Radio. And you know the book we are reading, right? The Pilgrim's Progress. We started yesterday. And all glory to God in the highest heavens. All glory to God in the highest heavens for, for the grace he has given us. Uh, we started yesterday and it's been such a joy. Thank God for, all the, for the feedback we have received. And today we are about to start let's start again and i do encourage you thank you for tuning in please do not drop off this is uh such a fantastic book and i'm so certain that uh if yeah we're able to hold the force to the end we'll find that uh, that uh there are treasures treasures indeed that the lord has in store for us that is lord has in store for us once again god bless you very good thank you very much for joining us Okay, sorry for those in the virtual studio, you were not hearing me because I was muted on, on Zoom. So, apologies for that. Uh, so, those who are listening to us at gospelbestudio.com could hear me. So, welcome to everyone. Uh, for those who are joining us at gospelbearstudio.com, thank you so very much. Uh, if you scroll down, you will find the program of events for today. We also have the text we are reading tonight, that is uh, the third chapter, which in the version we have, in the edition we have, is titled The Swamp of the Swamp of Despond uh, In some older editions It is called the Slough of Despond But in this edition it is called the Swamp of Despond Thank you so very much for joining us We are in the virtual studio with us right now Our uh, Dear sister, sister Fumi Sister Fumbi Shokoya. God bless you sis And our uh, dear sister Domi uh, Jani. God bless you And sister Abiodun Eseka God bless you very good And sister Fisola Drogbangba Join us from Abuja and now join us again, our uh, dear sister, uh, Bolanle Le, Babalola, join us from Canada. Thank you so very much. We're we are expecting more people to join us in the virtual studio here, but we're ready to, to kickstart it. So please, if you're at gospelbestudio.com, just make sure that uh, you can see the program of, event. you just scroll down, you'll see uh, the program titled uh, July 9, 2023, July 9, 2023. So uh, are we ready? Oh, yes, we are. We are ready. We are ready. We are ready, and we we have invited our dear sister Sister Biola to say the opening prayer. Are you ready, sis? Yes, I am. Okay. Thank you so very much. Please say the opening prayer. Our
1: Father and our God, we thank you for yet another opportunity to thank gather you, Lord. as your children. You have told us that where two or three are gathered in your name, there you are. Miss them, yes. Father, we are not gathered here for any other purpose but to still uplift your name, yes. To learn more of how to be your children, we thank you for the book that has been chosen. Thank you, Lord. To begin this reader's club, the pilgrims' journey, Father Lord, we ask, as we are pilgrims here, all of us Christians on this planet Earth, we ask that you will continue to guide us. Till we reach home Amen. Heaven, Amen. in the right path, in the mighty name of Jesus, none Amen. of us will miss our way, Amen. none of us will be distracted, Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus, Amen. the narrow way, that's the way that you have always taught us to go through, and not the wide road, mm-hmm. please help us to continue on this path, and to arrive at our destination at the appointed time, never
0: untimely. Mm-hmm. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father, for our prayers. Thank you, Jesus Lord. Might. Amen. 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 Once again, thank you very much. We're going to keep this under 1 hour. Today is Sunday, and so although we plan to read two chapters, we're going to limit ourselves to just one chapter. We go uh, slow but steady, and we're going to get to the end by the very grace of God. Our opponent hymn for this study is come with the love of the Lord, we are marching to Zion. So, I invite you now to sing along with the Gazer Music Group. We are marching to Zion. We have, the, we have the lyrics right there on our page at gospelbearsstudio.com and we also have it displayed for uh, those who are in the virtual studio. So let's sing together. Come with the love, the Lord and let our joys be known. Come, love Come
2: with the Lord, the Lord and, and let, let our joys be known. known.
3: Join in, a song with
2: sweet Join in a song with sweet accord, and those around the throne, and those around the throne. We're marching to Zion, beautiful, beautiful Zion. We're marching up up to Zion, the beautiful city of God. Let those dreams still sing. O children of the heavenly king, But children of the heavenly, the heavenly king, king may, speak the broad. may speak their joys abroad. May speak their joys abroad. We're marching to Zion Beautiful, beautiful Zion We're marching upward to Zion The beautiful city of God Now we sing number four now Then let our songs abound and every turn dry. We're marching through the we're marching through the to fairer waters on high, to fairer waters on high. We're marching to Zion Beautiful, beautiful Zion We're marching up to Zion The beautiful city of God One more time We're marching to Zion To beautiful, beautiful to Zion, we're marching upward to Zion, the beautiful city of God. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. We're marching upward, upward to Zion. And you recall that yesterday uh, the theme of uh, discourse was to to focus on heaven, right? To be heaven focused, heaven focused. Okay, so we don't need any introduction today. Let's go to the memory verses that we have resolved to, to recite uh, at every, every class. So, whenever we meet, we have these three permanent uh, verses that the writer of this book put at the beginning of the book. Can we all go on? First Peter 2.11 Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul. First Peter 2.11 And the second one, These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Hebrews 11:13 Okay, and the third one Enter by the narrow gate For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction and there are many who go in by it But narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life And there are few who find it Matthew 7:13 to 14 I pray that uh, as the Lord has counted us among the few, He will also give us grace to remain so forever in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, let's invite our dear sister Fisola to give us an overview, just the story so far, before we go into today's reading. Uh, sister so you are reading today. You know that, right? Yes, sir. Good, good, good. Okay, Fisola, can you give us uh, a summary of the story so far? Good evening.
4: Yes, yeah, so um, the book *Pilgrim's Progress* started. We we saw the uh, we started the book um, meeting the pilgrim who is named Christian.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: We met him and we saw the encounter he had with the book. Okay. Which we determined yesterday to be the Bible, yes. and he was convicted in his spirit of his sins, and he sought he sought um, a better place. He sought the solution to his guilt from um, our reading yesterday, yes. and from our reading yesterday, we got to understand that his family and friends, neighbors around him, didn't understand his um, what he was saying. They didn't understand his thought pattern and they were looking at him like, is this guy okay? Is he crazy?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Initially, they tried to reason with him saying probably if he slips it off, he'll get better. But the next morning, he was even further convicted mm-hmm. and they felt, oh, something is definitely wrong with this guy. Yes. Then we went further to meet um, two of his neighbors. Yes. We met um, pliable and we met obstinate. We met obstinate and um, we saw or we met we saw obstinate trying in his own way to convince him to come back home. Yes. Um sorry, even before he met those, he met the evangelist. Exactly. He met the evangelist who pointed the light to him and told him to follow the light and reach the light. Then obstinate and pliable were going along with him, obstinate trying to convince him to come back while pliable, Um, well, um, according to his nature, he felt, oh, this is a wonderful idea. Let me just follow you. Mm -hmm. But we also noticed that whilst Christian had a, a, a burden on him mm. that he was carrying. Pliable had none. Exactly. Pliable had none. So, um, we left them. <laughs> okay. We left them almost at the swamp of. Um,
0: at the point of the swamp. Okay.
4: Yes, at the point of the
0: storm. Thank you very much. Okay, Thank you. so I put I put you on the spot a bit there, but you tried. We give you like ninety percent. Okay, <laughs> is you. that is that one who wants to add to it? Any anything that she has missed out? I, I can think of one or two. Anybody wanting to add to that? The story is so far. Okay, I mean, I, I can suggest this. I mean, we should remember this, that uh, after Obstinate left, and Pliable and Christian were on their own, Pliable started asking Christian about about the purpose of the journey. About the purpose of the journey. And the first, Obstinate also asked the question, why are you leaving everything behind? And Christian had said, look, uh, this book tells me that it's a better place. And Pliable also asked him many questions. And Christian and kept pointing to the book, Read it in the book. This book says that it's a better place. This book says that it's a place prepared for us, a beautiful place. Uh, One question uh, that I think we did not address enough, but we are going to address it at a future date, was when Pliable asked the question, can your book be trusted? Why should we trust this book? Can your book be trusted? And I I do hope that uh, in the next few weeks... We are going to devote uh, a bit of our time to, to examining that question. Can this book be trusted? Uh, there are a number of things that as Christians we should know about the Bible historically and then things we receive by faith about how the, how the book can be trusted. So thank you very much, Sola for uh, giving us uh, a summary of the story so far. So I believe we are uh, we all are on the same page now. Where we are now is the journey of christian trying to go to the trying to go to the narrow gate. now he is with pliable and that's where we are starting today the swamp of despond okay just before we read as always i'd like us to go through the questions that we are going to come back to but let's have the question at the back of our mind as we read this as we read the portion for today but are you available to read through the questions Sure, yes, good, good. okay, do that.
5: Okay, so the first question is number one, why did Christian and pliable fall into the swamp of Desmond? Mm-hmm. Number two, describe the physical characteristics of the swamp of despond. How is it depicted in the story? Mm-hmm. Number three, what challenges or obstacles does Christian face while trying to pass through? The Swamp of Desmond, Despond, sorry.
0: Despond, yeah.
5: Number four, in what direction of the swamp was Pliable moving? In what direction was Christian moving? Exactly. Number five, who comes to Christian's aid during his struggle in the Swamp of Despond? And how does he help him? What does this teach us about overcoming spiritual challenges? Number six. Help refers to instructions given to fill the swamp and steps. And steps. Christian ought to have taken to avoid falling into the swamp. What are these? Number seven. Why does Elp think that the swamp will always be there despite the efforts made to fill it?
0: Yes. Eight.
5: Number eight. How does the sl- slough of Despond symbolize the challenges and struggles faced by believers in their spiritual journey? Mm-hmm. Number nine. Can you identify any? Biblical references or verses that are connected to Christians' experience in the slough of
3: despond. This this
5: one. Number ten, the last one. What is or are your favorite quotes from the chapter, and what is or are your point to point
0: points to note
5: Do or note. <laughs> <laughs> yes
0: yes point to thank note you. thank you so very much so in some older o- older editions of this book it's called The Slough of Despond or some love Slough of Despond but in the version we have it's called The Swamp uh, The Swamp of Despond referring to the same thing okay so bearing all these questions in mind which we are going to come back to let's listen now to the reading uh, by our dear sister Domi Afolabi Jani. good evening
6: everyone Good evening. I read, The Swamp of despond. Pond. Now I saw in my dream that just as they had ended this talk, they drew near to a very miry swamp, which was in the midst of the plain. And they, not paying attention, fell suddenly into the bog. The name of the swamp was Despond. Here, therefore, they wallowed for a time, being greatly smeared with filth. Christian, because of the burden which was on his back, began to sink in the mirror. Then Pliable cried out, How, Christian, where are we now? Truly said Christian, I do not know. Mm. Being offended, Pliable, angrily said to his companion, is this the happiness you have told me of? If we have such trouble at our first seat setting out, what may we expect before our journey's end? If I can get out of here in my life, you can have your noble country without me. And with that, Pliable, after a desperate struggle, got out of the mirror, on that side of the swamp, which was nearest to his own house. So away he went, and Christian saw him no more. So Christian was left in the swamp of Despond alone, but he still struggled toward the side of the swamp, which was farthest from his house, and closest to the narrow gate where he could not get out because of the heavy burden, which was upon his back. I then beheld in my dream that a man came to him, whose name was Help, and asked him what he was doing there. Sir, Kristen said, I was told to go this way by a man called Evangelist, who directed me to yonder narrow gate, that I might escape to the rut to come. And as I was going, I fell into the swamp. But why did you not look for the steps? Asked help. As I was hurrying along, I failed in, replied Christian. Then said help, Give me your hand. So Christian reached out his hand, and help drew him out of the mirror, set him upon solid ground, mm-hmm. and bid him to continue on his way. Then Christian turned to help and said, Sir, why is it? since the way from the city of destruction to yonder narrow gate is over the swamp that this bog is not mended so that poor pilgrims might travel there more safely help then explained to christine this miry swamp is a place which cannot be mended it is the pit where the scum and filth which conviction sorry, which attained conviction for sin, continually runs, and therefore it is called the Swamp of Thespont. For as the sinner is awakened about his lost condition, there arises in his soul many fears and doubts and discouragements which all settle in this place. This is the reason why the swamp remains so full. It is not the pleasure of the king that this place should remain so bad. His laborers have long been, by the directions of his majesty, employed to mend this patch of ground. Yes, and to my knowledge, millions of wholesome instructions have, at all seasons, been brought from everywhere in the king's dominions to help mend it. These are the best materials to make this place into solid ground. If it could have been mended, but it remains the swamp of despond still. And so will it ever remain even when they have done all that can be done. True, there are, by the directions of the lawgiver, certain good and sturdy steps, placed through the very midst of the swamp. But at such times, this place spews out so much of its filth that these steps are hardly seen. Or if they are seen, men may become dizzy, miss the steps, and fall into the mirror. Now when I saw in my dream that by this time, Pliable had reached home, and his neighbors came to visit him. Some of them called him a wise man for coming back, and some called him a fool for attempting such a hazardous journey. Others mocked him for his cowardliness, saying, Surely, since you began the venture, you should not have been so weak as to have given up because of a few difficulties. So Pliable was ashamed and began to sneak around among them. But eventually, he gained more courage and his neighbors then began to ridicule him behind okay. his back.
0: Thank you so very much, Domi. God bless you very good. So so we see Pliable uh, being so pliable and uh, we see what uh, is the lot of those who do not see things through, who do not see their heavenly journey through. And then uh, he, he got back home. Uh, even it was, I mean, he has missed out on the heavenly road. He has gone back home, and now he has gone back to the ridicule uh, of the people at home. But let's go back to the beginning of this, uh, of this chapter, the swamp of this point. Please, uh, those in the virtual studio, please can unmute your microphones and, and feel free to contribute. Uh, who can tell us what the swamp is? We just we're on the same page. What's a swamp, and if it's called a swamp of despond, what what does it mean to be despondent? So, okay, can I attempt that? Yeah, go go ahead.
6: Okay, um, the swamp, as we all know, it's um, um, a Mm wetland, um, like a mort.
0: More exactly,
6: and um, and when we are talking about this point, we are talking about um, fears, um, talking about um, um, when someone loses hope
0: mm-hmm.
6: or feeling depressed, something like that.
0: Exactly to be de- to be despondent is to be dejected, to lose confidence, to lose hope. So the swamp of despond. So a swamp is a muddy place where. That is a, that is sinking a sinking structure, sinking sand, and then uh, where you, what you, what you find in that swamp is dejectedness, lack lack of confidence, lack of hope. So in essence, Christian and Pliable fell into a swamp filled with hopelessness, filled with dejection, filled with uh, lack of confidence. That's what he fell into. So. And the first question we want to attempt now looking at, because we want to look at, the, the, at the, uh, the, the, the book and look at it line by line. Why did Christian and Pliable fall into the swamp of despond? I think we have the answer in many parts of that chapter. Why did they fall into that swamp of despond? Of course, you know that nobody would ordinarily want to step into a swamp and not to talk about a swamp of despond. Why did they fall into it? Because remember that, uh, remember that as they went along, just before this chapter, you know, they ended, chapter two ended on a high note. After Christian had told Pliable, saying, "The Lord, the governor of that city, has recorded in his book that if we are truly willing to have it, it will bestow it upon us freely." And Pliable had said, "Well, my good companion, I am thrilled to hear of these things. Come, let us quickly our pace." And Christian said, look, I cannot go as fast as I would because of this body. So it ended on a high. Uh, that, that's chapter two. But all of a sudden, we are here. Uh, we are here uh, finding them falling into the swamp. But why did they fall into the swamp of this pond? Uh, anybody wants to venture that? Uh, just look at the, the look at the text itself uh, and point us to part of the text telling us of why they fell into that swamp. There go are go, no go ahead, Mr. B. not paying
1: attention they were not focused
0: they were not focused so can you yes. point to any part of the text there that talks about that i want us to really the
1: third line very good thank you very they were much not paying attention absolutely
0: so they, they were not fell pay- suddenly into the book into the book and they not paying attention fell so- suddenly into the book thank you very much i'm going to come back to that uh any other portion of the text a- anyone I'll uh, tell you lots of why they fell into that, into that swamp. Again, if you look at the uh, second page, yeah, it's, it's on the screen there. I help ask the question, but why did you not look for the steps? As I was hurrying along, I fell in. It's the same thing, but I just wanted to point to different parts of the of the text, telling us why they fell into that swamp. As I was hurrying along, you know, hurrying along, not uh, meaning got to okay. use hurry means to not to pay attention, oh, no. just you know, just being on his way. Bah, 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 like, let's go, yeah. let's go, let's go. So they fell into that swamp. Okay, now looking at this, uh, what does this tell us? What does it tell us? What what, what can we learn from this?
1: But it is very important for us to focus on our journey and not get distracted.
0: And not get distracted. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yes. And, you know, bearing in mind what we know this one to be, it is the swamp of, deject, uh, of dejection, yeah. the swamp of fear, yeah. the swamp of hopelessness. I think we can always... Of unanswered we, prayers. Of unanswered prayers, This the swamp of, of lacking confidence, Built. Lack of guilt. Listening to idle talk. Listening to idle exactly. Lacking confidence in the person who is our Redeemer. So, uh, I mean, this is a time for us to be reminded of uh, an application of Proverbs uh, 4.23. Keep your heart with all diligence. Usually we apply this to say that, okay, don't let few things come into your heart. But it's the same thing, meaning that don't let... Hopelessness come into your hand. Don't let guilt, don't let fear, don't let doubt fill your heart as you uh, as you uh, focus on going to the to that narrow gate. Don't let any other thing come into your heart except that which has been promised to you. Okay, yeah. any other Bible verse coming to mind there? And when we talk about people not paying attention, we can also think of First Peter 5:8, right? Be sober, be vigilant. Because your mm-hmm. adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking mm-hmm. whom may devour. So be sober. Exactly. So even Prayer, de-
1: Prayerlessness.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Prayerlessness. Prayerless. Exactly. So even as we go, you know, we, we are allowed to be excited because, I mean, remember all those wonderful promises that, uh, that Christian referenced in chapter 2? Wonderful promises. We have been promised this, we have been promised that. And mm-hmm. Pliable asked him, How can we be sure? He said, oh, the person who wrote the book cannot lie. He does not lie. So we can be sure uh, that it is true on the eye. But, you know, our Lord said in Matthew 26, 41, watch and pray so that you do not fall into temptation. So we should be watchful and we should be prayerful. Uh, very clearly, the author wrote it, they did not pay attention. We are called to pay attention. It is not that we will never fall into uh, swamps like this. We will not have episodes like this, but uh, we are reminded to... To pay attention.
3: Watch to, and pray. Yes.
0: To watch and pray. Exactly. To watch yeah.
3: and pray. Praise the
7: Lord. Can I say something here? Yes,
0: please go, do go ahead, ma. Thank you very much for joining us. This is our dear, uh, uh, Mrs. Yomi is joining us now. God bless you, ma. Thank you. Yes, please go ahead, ma.
7: Ah, uh, talking about um, what about talking about falling and uh, losing steps, I think most of the time we are distracted. Mm, Distraction. Colossians 3, yes, Colossians 3 says what? Set your heart on things above Mm -hmm. where Christ is. That's verse 1, and I think verse 2 says your mind, because he's talking about the heart and the mind now. Yes. And when we're distracted, we, and many things can distract us. Many, many things. Relationship can distract us. Mm-hmm. Um, worries can distract us. And so when our hearts and our minds are not set on things above, Above, yes. We mm. lose ourselves. That's true. And we fall. And we fall. So unless we have people around us that can encourage us, hmm You know, people that can as discerning, people that are discerning and see that something is happening. Because it might not be obvious to the person himself or herself. But the people around you can, you know, have the foresight and see and say,
0: oh, there's something wrong.
7: This person, something is happening in the life of this person. Yes. True. And so they can easily help to retrace the steps. Thank you.
0: Thank you so very much. Thank you so very much. And that's so important. So distraction, we've talked about being focused, being watchful, being prayerful, being circumspect, being sober in our dealings every time, every time, even in this world, even when we are on the highest mountain, still be sober, be watchful, uh, be prayerful. And now, uh, as, uh, as Mr. Omar said, watch out for distraction, for distractions, and many things that can distract us, even relationships. Uh, you know, even working with pliable could be a distraction. You know, pliable just being overexcited. Tell me more, tell me this, tell me this, tell me that. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. So we should watch out for uh, those distractions. Thank you so very much, man. Okay, can we go to the second question? Let's let's look at. It. Okay, let's look at the second question. It says, Describe the physical characteristics of the swamp of Despond. How is it depicted in this story? And you see, looking at the physical characteristics it will actually tell us how much we need to avoid falling into that swamp. Let's look at the text. Can we? Uh, what does it say about the about that swamp? Who wants to help us?
1: Says that
0: it's a very miry swamp. Miry swamp, meaning that it is sinking.
1: Yeah, it's it's in the midst of the
0: plain. Hmm. Miry swamp. And it's
4: filled with fields.
0: Filled with fields. Mm. filled with fields. Filled with fields. Filled with fields. And you see, so and if you apply this to uh, to what this swamp symbolizes for us, we have said it symbolizes. Uh, a a state of hopelessness, a state of lacking confidence, lacking hope, a state, state of, of not having faith, of disappointed, being dejected, being dejected. Is this something to be likened to, uh, to? To 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 feels This something to be likened to filth. Uh, the person who is who has lost hope, who. Uh, cannot even look up, who feels all is lost, who feels, look, I'm carrying this burden, and it makes me so bad and there's no hope. Uh, is that somebody that is, that is clothed in rags, in filth? Do we agree?
1: Yes, it's likened to somebody in the merry clay mm-hmm. that's been pulled, pulled down. No matter how he tries to get out, exactly. the environment keeps Think it keeps allowing him to sink exactly. So the person needs a help outside of himself to pull him out um. of that um, Mary clay mm.
0: exactly. Like we say,
1: onto a rock to stand,
0: exactly. Know? Exactly,
1: exactly. that you can't get out of yourself,
0: mm. exactly. it's a state
1: Of hopelessness and despair,
0: absolutely. I, I love that. Uh, that. I love that particular mention. You mentioned that it's a place where you can't get out of your, by yourself because it's a miracle. It's, a, it's sinking sand, a sinking uh, foundation. Every step you take, you sink the more. So you would definitely need help to come out of it. And let's look at the last line in paragraph one. It says, Christian, because of the burden which was on his back, began to sink. In the mirror. Uh, that was not said of, of Pliable. Of course, I mean, he, he would also be, be married in death. But because of the burden on his back, he began to sink in the mirror. Uh, and yesterday we identified that burden to be guilt, you know, the guilt of sin. So he began to Ooh. sink. Uh, and I suppose that, that's what the guilt of sin does, really. Uh, even when you are confronted with the consequences of your actions, because you are bearing that guilt alone, you can't even look up. Uh, sometimes you can't even go to God in prayer. And so, left alone, one, one begins to sink. So, I think I will get the description of the swamp here is a reminder to us of how much we should uh, avoid falling into that swamp and uh, take heed, be careful, be watchful, be prayerful, avoid distractions and not fall into that swamp. Now, there's another uh, point that I want us to note. Okay, let's look at this. Number three, what challenges or obstacles uh, does Christian face while trying to pass through the swamp of despond? Now, for this, we we'll have to really think through this text. What are the challenges he faced? I think I, I just mentioned one now, but there are others. What are the challenges, challenges he faced? Are unhelpful companion. Exactly, unhelpful companion. Yeah. So let's all unmute our microphones. I'm expecting more people to participate in this class. Sister Owosogbe, yeah. you are there uh lady og you are there stuff for me okay is that still here okay yeah we are still here and as well and grandma s okay so yes yeah, so number one on helpful companion number yeah pliable uh, pliable will not be the person you want to be uh beside you at a time like this i mean let us remember the uh, the bible verse that grandma s gave to us yesterday and I love the Bible that he gave to us yesterday, uh, saying that two are better than one. Because when one falls, you can yeah. be sure that another one will pick him up. But that uh, I mean, that's not the case of Christian here. It was not with the helpful... Comp- okay, that's one challenge he faced. Another one... Another one that uh, his condition was made uh, complicated because of the burden on his back. You know that we mentioned this yesterday. The pliable uh, was with him on the journey, but was not bearing any burden. He was not even aware of any burden. But this, but Christian was aware of the burden, so that made it even more complex for him. I think another challenge was that he did not know where they were. He had no idea what was happening. You know, you know it's one thing to have an idea for that. Maybe a more mature Christian. Would know this is is one like David, for example. Yeah, Remember what we are going. Yeah, David. When David was defeated in that, he understood what was happening, and the Bible said David encouraged himself in the Lord. That's in the Lord. But that was not the case of Christian. He did not even know what was happening, and Christ, the playbook cried, "Ah, Christian, where are we now?" He said, "I truly, I do not know. Truly, I do not know." And that's one. That's another challenge that he faced. And how can we? Another oh, challenge
4: was that. Christian
0: yes. um, had no idea of how to get out of the storm. Exactly. He yeah, exactly. had no idea of how to get out of exactly. I had no idea of how to get out because exactly, to know how to not get out would mean to at least have some hope. You know, okay, this is what I have to do. Maybe I have to pray. Maybe I have to call out for help. Yeah. But he did not have any idea of what to do. So uh, that situation mm-hmm. is the situation that one uh, should not be at all. Okay, thank you for those who are joining us on WhatsApp. Thank you to to join us, saying that the swamp is like a pulling force, dragging one down, and that's true. Exactly, even the swamp itself has mm-hmm. a force. Do, do we all agree with that? I like this that the swamp has a force of its own, you know, to pull one down, yes. and, and that's so true. Any one of us, I mean, I believe all of us have passed through that place where you have just lost hope or confidence, and just you find that it's a force on its own, pulling one down. Thank you very much. Okay, so we understand. Christian's position and all those challenges that he faced are there while being in that swamp. Now, number four, let's look at this again. In what direction of the swamp was Playbo moving? There were two of them. And in what direction was Christian four. moving? I think we got we'll find this in paragraph one, two, three, four, five. Okay, five.
1: Pleibu was moving. Um, in the
0: direction that was nearest his own house.
1: Exactly. It was, While Christian was moving nearer
0: the narrow gates. The narrow gates. Exactly. Narrow gate. So we see paragraph five. And with that, Pliable, after a desperate struggle, got out of there on the side of the swamp, which was nearest to his house. So uh, immediately they fell into that swamp, Pliable began to look for uh, the uh, looking back to his house. Well, I mean, w- Where's the fastest route to get back home? Uh, Whereas, so this is something that we have to say for Christian. Even though uh, at this point he's a new convert, he still kept his eye on the the narrow gate. Uh, He was struggling, but he was moving towards the direction of the narrow gate. What can we learn from this? What can we learn from this? What can I learn from this? There's the, a the hymn that I always uh, like to reference uh, The hymn is, Nearer My God to Thee, even though it is a cross yeah. that raises me. Meaning that wherever you find yourself, yeah. the song should be, Nearer My God to Thee, Nearer My God to Thee. So even in the Swamp of uh, Despond, uh, a Christian's song should be, Nearer My God to Thee. Just keep going towards that light. Yeah. And I think it can also remind us of what the evangelist told a uh, Christian yesterday. When Christian could not see the narrow gate, Okay, you cannot see the narrow gate, but can you see the light? Just follow the light. Just move towards the light. Just move towards the light. Just move towards the focus. Okay, this word Tutu has written on on WhatsApp, say focus, and that's so true. Focus. Focus, even uh, when we are uh, right there in the swamp of despond. So who comes to Christian's aid during, during the struggle in the swamp of despond? And how does it help him? What does this teach us about overcoming spiritual challenges? Who comes to his aid? Help. 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 Exactly. Help. Mr. Help. Mr. Help came to his aid. Came to his aid. Now, what can this remind us of or well, the assurances we have in the scriptures? I, I, I know something interesting here is that Christian did not call out for help, right? He did not call out for help.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But still, help reached mm. him. Yeah, he did not call out for it. He was not calling, please help me, help me. But, you know, help uh, reached out to him. Mm. Uh, is, uh, can anybody uh, read uh, Isaiah 41 10? Let me see. Isaiah uh, 51, let's see. 51 or 41? Uh, 41
4: not for I am with you. Mm-hmm. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right
0: hand. Exactly. Do not fear I'm with you. Do not be dismayed. I am your God. And you know, as I have wanted, it's just only one of the, of the numerous uh Bible verses where we have the assurance of the Lord saying, I'm always with you. I'm with always you. with you. Uh, Hebrews 13, uh, 5. For he has said, you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Uh, so over and over again, we have... Exactly. Even in uh, the, uh, the Lord saying that when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the fire, the flame will not scorch you. I will always be with you. So even in the swamp of uh, Despond, I think it is a good thing to be reminded that that the Lord will not leave us. Again, okay, thank always you. Us, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You sent help to us. You sent help. He will send help to us, so that of that we can be sure the Holy Spirit helps our infirmities. That's what we have here on WhatsApp. Thank you so much, and that's that's true. That's, assur- that's another assur- assurance we have that uh, the Holy Spirit knows of our infirmities and then it will help. And we can always fall back on Psalm 139 as well. You know, someone says, Even if I go to the outermost part of the earth, there you are there. You see me. So, even when we fall deep into swamps like this, we have the assurance that the Lord knows where we are and He cares as well. And he cares so. Uh, Christian, not being a well grounded, Christ, okay, Christian, not being a well grounded Christian, I uh, did not call out for help. But we see the nature of our Lord reaching out to Him and sending help uh, to lift Him up. Uh, again, um, Psalm, 40, yeah, Psalm forty-six, verse one. Exactly. Go ahead. Sorry, no, Psalm
5: forty-six, verse one, also. Yeah. It says that um, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble.
0: Yes. Yes. Exactly. A very present help in time of trouble. Time now, there that, 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 that is a particular uh, psalm where we, uh, the psalm is referred to the Mary clay. Which, which psalm is that? Psalm 40, right? I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined to me and had my cry. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit out of the Miry Clay and set my foot upon a rock and established my steps and established my step, steps. So uh, when we find ourselves in situations like that we can be assured of you know the the blessings of the saints who have gone before you pulled me out of of the Mary clay and that's exactly what happened when uh, the Lord God Almighty sent help to Christian to pull him out of to pull him out of that merry clay. Okay. Um, any other contribution there? Let's go to the next question. Now, uh, this is a part that re- requires us to really think through this. It Says help refers to instructions, instructions given to fill the swamp, and steps that Christian ought to have taken to avoid falling into the sw- into the swamp. What are these? I know. I know. This is a critical part of the of the study. That uh, that you can't find the, the wrong answer or the right answer. Let me refer us to this part of the of the text. It says, then Christian turned to help and said, Sir, why is it, since the way from the city of destruction to yonder narrow gate is over this swamp, why is it that the way from the city of destruction to the narrow gate is over this swamp? Why is it that it has not been mended? So that poor pilgrims might travel there more safely. And I assure you, if we are going to be honest, that's the question that must have passed through the, uh, the mind of so many people, many Christians, you know. Say, okay, I know that, yes, I'm, I'm resolute in traveling this day, but does it have to be like this? Does it have to be like this from uh, hopelessness to fear to doubt? Does it have to be like this? Does it have to be like this? And I know that many of us can, can resonate with that. And understand that we have to ask the question, well, why does it have to be like this? And like We have to travel like this. And you see, the answer that that uh, Eb gave said, it is not the pleasure of the king that this place should remain so bad. His laborers have long been, by the direction of his majesty, employed to mend the part of the ground. Yes, and to my knowledge, millions of awesome instructions have, at all seasons, been brought from everywhere in the king's dominions to help mend it. These are the best materials to make this place into solid ground, if it could be mended. But it remains the swamp of despond still, and so will it ever remain, even when they have done all that can be done. Hmm. So who are these people, the laborers that the king had sent out to go and mend the place? I think they are preachers, they are prophets, they are the the, the inspired writers Uh of the the Bible. They have written so many things. So many things reminding us that the Lord is always with us, that we should be focused, that we should not let doubt and fear cloud our hearts. But you know what? Because we are falling, we are falling human beings. Notwithstanding that the the swamp remains there, Uh, we keep falling into it. I suppose those who are not as matured in faith will fall into it more. And I'm hopeful that, uh, time permitting, uh, there is uh, there is. Uh, a hymn that I want us to sing before we end this class. The hymn is, um, How Firm a Foundation. Uh, in this hymn, uh, is there in our program for today. It says, How firm a foundation, ye saints of the Lord, is laid for your faith in God's excellent word. And then it says, What more can be said than to you God has said? You know, what more can he say than to you he has already said, to you who for refuge to Jesus have fled. He has said everything. All the preachers that he has sent to us, the prophet, the inspirators of the Bible, they've written everything uh, to mend that swamp. But lo and behold, uh, because uh, we are still in this body of flesh, and uh, we still fall from time to time. And so I think it is to those instructions that we must always refer when we find ourselves in this In this swamp. Uh, So I I think we've answered Mm -hmm. question seven. Why does help think that the swamp will always be there, despite the efforts made to fill it? Why does he think it will always be there? Because we never listen, or because we never read the Bible, or because we'll always be doubtful?
1: Or because uh, we don't have enough, or we are not doing the work of being disciples Mm. enough. Enough. We... we I always uh, use this um, analogy that uh, when we have babies, mm. we know that there are seasons they do not want to eat. And mm-hmm. so we force feed them mm. or cajole them to eat or make every effort, maybe get them vitamins to make sure that they eat. And so it is with spiritual babies. Yes. There are times that we have to go out to ensure that they are getting well fed, um, True. maybe for example, when it's time for Bible study, they're not coming for Bible study. It's time mm-hmm. for prayers. They're not coming. We know eventually what will happen. There will be crises within yes. the body of Christ mm-hmm. because they are not being well fed. Well they're not growing.
2: True, true. So
1: those that are disciples are now supposed to move closer
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, deliberately to these uh, um, children to make sure they're being fed you know, create situations whereby whether they like it or not, they will hear the word of God. Yes. They will pray, Mm -hmm. you know. You create an atmosphere that they just must get something into them. Exactly. So that these kind of situations do not continue to happen. Exactly. Thank you. So it is something that the disciples know happens. Like that's why this book is being written, Mm -hmm. to guide us, so we now look out for all those people that we have um, been able to win to Christ and ensure that we're following up closely on them. Yes. They may not want it at a time, but you know you have to go on your knees praying for them to ensure that Satan, our adversary, that is always prowling around looking for whom to devour, mm-hmm. does not get gain access to them. Exactly. So... For the for the bug not being filled, it is because we are not doing enough. That's what I would say.
0: Exactly. We so we're, we're not doing enough. Work. We are not doing enough. Or I mean, studying the Word of God, filling ourselves up with all the all the instructions and the assurances He has given us in His Holy Word, and we're not doing enough. Um, ministering to people, being uh, mentors and being disciples to to others, bringing them. Uh, focusing or as you have said feeding them with the word of God because the more of the word of God we have in us the better place we are you know the better place we are to resist uh, these temptations and to resist all these uh, the influences of of the swamp or the pulling force as to to put it here the pulling force of that swamp of that swamp thank you so very much okay we also have this on whatsapp saying as much as we are in the world we are prone to face challenges thank you mommy and that's so true. Uh, so, and that's why we have to be fo- we have to be heavenly focused. That's one of the reasons why uh, why a uh, Christian is trying to escape uh, from this world. Uh, because as long as we're in this world, it's, it's just still this world. We still have those weaknesses, and we must strive, strive always, strive always to overcome these challenges by feeding on those instructions that help referred to that help referred to. So, uh, the way we have structured these questions, eight and nine, we've already answered them, uh, and then we've referred to those uh, Bible references. What we want to do now is to ask each of us here in the virtual studio and those who are listening to us at bears, uh, dot com, uh to tell us what is your favorite quote or portion from this chapter, and what is your point to note in this chapter. So this is open to everybody. Uh, it can be something we have spoken about. or something we've not talked about. What is uh, maybe a sentence or two from this chapter that for you stands out? You are taking it away with you. Uh, For me, I would say that, uh, I I mean, in an ironical way, you know, that portion where Christian answered, "Ply, we say, truly, I do not know. There are times in our Christian journey where the answer is, yeah, truly, I do not know. Uh, The only difference is that we shouldn't only be confessing this to our companion, but, you know, confessing it to God. Sometimes we just do not know. Sometimes we just have no explanation. And it is okay for us to go on our knees before God and say, Lord, I do not even know what is happening, you know, but you know. In this case, Christian was saying it was pliable, and, and that was not helpful at all. But sometimes it's okay to say, truly, I do not know. Or even to say to a Christian brother or sister, truly, I do not know. Pray for me. Truly, I do not know. Just, I mean, bear me up in prayer. Okay, what's the takeaway point for you? Uh, anyone wanting to venture?
4: Uh, okay, oh, takeaway point for me.
0: Okay, Sister B, go ahead, and then after that, do me. Hello, Sister B, can you go ahead? I didn't say anything. Okay, okay, wasn't okay. Do me go ahead then.
6: Okay, um, my take home from the passage was um, where um, help came for Christian.
0: Good, okay. So
6: they said, um, it reached out and help him mm. and help said, Give me your hand,
0: give me your hand. Yeah,
6: I see that. Um, along my Christian journey, I need um, encouragement and yes. um, anytime I'm feeling down, likewise, to encourage those around me too. Mm-hmm. Because just like, um, um, we see here that um, Christian actually needed help, yes. So, likewise, we all need help. Mm-hmm. I need help, and people around us too need help. help so we should not um forget that we should um always ask the holy spirit to always help us because it's around us mm-hmm. so anytime we're feeling down we should always um ask for help and at the same time too we should um encourage others that are around us that we see that they need the help so that's my take home
0: from there thank you so much then said help give me your hand so Christian read out his hand and help drew him out of the mail. And we should be aware that, you know, the, the Lord's hand is always exalted and, I mean, waiting to help us. Give me your hand. I pray that all of us, we hear his voice when we find ourselves in, in, in the pit. We hear his voice saying, give me your hand. Thank you very much for that. Yeah. Yes.
7: I I missed out because I have this uh, network problem.
0: Yeah, I saw that.
7: Well, uh, um, but I know that, um, like somebody said earlier, that at some point in our journey, mm-hmm. we fall into the swamp. Yes. We fall into the mm. I And I think there's no way one can escape it
0: mm-hmm.
7: in the sense that it's part of the training. Yes. God is looking for sons, not children. Because he said, as long as you're a child, mm. you're a slave. Also, for us to mature to be sons, we need to, we have to conquer some things. Okay. And um, like uh, David said in Psalm 40,
2: mm-hmm.
7: you know, some that said that I cried out to the Lord.
2: Mm, and he, he delivered my, voice.
7: my feet from the pits and saved me from the miracle. Yes. Gave me a new song to sing. Yes. And I think, you know, because God wants us to be totally dependent on Mm Him. Even if we are going to get help, we must be careful of the person we are receiving help from. You see, you can't get help from another baby. Another baby cannot help you.
0: Yeah.
7: And that's why um, each and every one of us must be able to to have this... um, Intimacy, personal relationship. Exactly. Because God is merciful and faithful. Even if there is nobody around you and you fall into that one, you know, He's more than able to lift you up. Oh, yes. He will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He will. And in that process, you learn some things, which, of course, we, you know, we make you mature. Yes. That you then you can use it. Those things you can use those things to help other people.
3: Exactly.
7: So I think the the major thing here that I say is that we cannot escape falling into that. We must there is no way you will escape it. Yeah, exactly. Something will happen and trigger it, and you'll find yourself there.
0: Exactly. That's it's right.
7: not a matter of I'm not spiritual or not Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm you must find but then finding yourself there are you going to remain there are you going to, are you going there. to stay there exactly. or you're going to cry out to the lord and say help me exactly. i need help
0: thank you so much Ma. Okay. exactly so the question is are you going to cry out what are you going to do when you find yourselves there when you find yourself there and are you going to be alert to the voice of the holy spirit saying saying, uh, give me your hand. Give me your hand, as as help said to Christian there. Thank you so very much, ma'am. Uh, Grandma S has written here, saying, is along our way may also be God's way of making us being less reliant on ourselves, rather that we must always look to God for help. Yes, and that's so true. Hindrances yeah. come our way. Sometimes God is trying to make us uh, not look to ourselves or look to other people, not look to Egypt, you know, uh, the yeah. The arm of flesh will fail you. You dare not trust your own. I okay. uh, always look, look up, look up to God. Thank you so very much. We, we appreciate that. Uh, thank you. And from Tutu saying, my take home is to always look to God. A very present help in trouble. Yes, I agree exactly. To always look to God, even when we find ourselves in the mire clay. Thank you so very much. Uh, I do not know how many of us know this hymn. How firm a foundation, you saints of the Lord, is laid for your faith in God's excellent word. He's saying, do you know how firm a foundation you have, you saints of the Lord? What more can be said to you than which God has already said? Yeah. Exactly. So we want That's to keep, we want to keep this within one hour. Exactly because this is a Sunday. So I'm going to play that song now and just look at the words. We don't know it. Just look at it. It's a song. I'm, I'm sure that you, a hymn, rather that you would want to, uh, to know how firm a foundation, ye saints of the Lord, is laid for your faith in His excellent word. Mm-hmm. From the foundation, these things of the Lord is laid for your faith in God's excellent word. What more can be said than to you, God has said to you who for refuge to Jesus have fled. Every condition in sickness in health, in poverty's veil or abounding in wealth, at home or abroad, on the land or the sea, as thy days may demand. so thy succor shall be. Amen. Fear not, I am with thee, O be not dismayed. For I am thy God, and we still give thee aid.
3: I will strengthen
0: thee, help thee, and cause thee to stand upheld by my righteous, omnipotent hand.
3: And
2: this
0: final verse is the... Is the is the greatest of all, if you ask me. The soul that on Jesus has leaned for repose, I will not I will not be its foes.
2: for repose. I will not, I will not desert. that soul, though all hell should endeavor
0: to shake. The devil I will never no never no never forsake no,
2: never. I'll never no never I'll never No, never, no, never forsake
0: Yes, and we give glory to God For that assurance we have Oh, yes He has said, I would never leave you, I would never forsake you. I pray we'll always hear the voice of the Holy Spirit saying, Give me your hand. And when we hear his voice, we reach out to him and it will lift us out of the miry clay. Our next class will be on Saturday, July 15, by the grace of God at 8 p.m. We look forward to you joining us again. Thank you so very much to everyone who joined us at gospelbearsvideo.com and for everybody who has participated on WhatsApp and all those who have participated here on Zoom. Thank you so very much. God bless you. We wish you a very wonderful week. Uh, Sister Mossobe, are you available to say the closing prayer? Uh, no, no, the closing prayer. Sorry. Uh, yes, please. Uh, Mommy, show me. Are you available? Are you still here? Let me see. Yes. Can you please say the closing prayer, Ma? Okay. Yes, go ahead.
7: Our father and our God, we thank you and bless your holy name. We give you praise, O Lord God Almighty, for the privilege and the opportunity. Thank you, Lord, to be your children. Thank you so much, O Lord God, for helping us enabling us to dwell into your word. Mm-hmm. Lord, you said... Okay. Uh, that you are cooking our spirit this evening. No mm-hmm. matter our journey, our best death, and the best thing we can do for ourselves is to cry out unto you for help. yes, Lord, we bless your holy name that the Holy Spirit will continue to remind us that instead of reaching out of ourselves to others, we should cry inward Mm -hmm. unto him so that he will be able to take our hands and lead us. Lord, we are grateful. Thank you, Lord. And we bless you that this new week this that we have learned, my father and my God, will be a directing point for us. Amen. That Lord as we navigate the gate during this week, with obstacles, hindrances on our ways, we will constantly remember that our best debt is you oh, yes. and we will cry out unto you. Oh, yes. And thank you, Father, that in the name of Jesus Christ, you are always ready to hold our hands. Yes. And so, Lord God, I bless your holy name and adore you. Thank you, our Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord, we commit our week into your hands. And we say, Lord, we go in your name. Amen. That, Lord, everywhere we go, everywhere we are this week, men will see you in us. Yes. And they will glorify your name. Amen. The Lord, in the name Amen. of Jesus Christ, you take total hold of our minds, our hearts, our mouths, our tongues, our lips, mm-hmm. that we will speak your word, word of life to men, words of healing, Amen. words of blessing, Amen. that our Amen. lives this week, Papa, will we draw men unto you, in Amen. the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Baba, we are grateful Amen. for each and every one of us present. Thank you for our different families. Thank you so much, oh Lord God Almighty, that even in this time of famine and destruction, you told us, Lord, that our threshing floor will be full of grain and our vats mm-hmm. overflowing with new wine and oil. Mm-hmm. Baba, thank you, because our storehouses we seem. With delicious delicacies, Amen. in provisions, Amen. in health, in blessings. In the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. Lord, Amen. we bless. Thank you for being our Father. Thank you. We Lord. are grateful, Lord of God.
0: Hallelujah.
7: In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 Thank you also very much. God bless you. Very good. Uh, me, thank you. Stafumbi, thank you. Grandma S, thank you. Uh, my dear sister Olayideji. <laughs> Thank you, Sister Esther. Thank you. God bless you. Do me. God bless you. Very good. Lee, God bless you. Fisola. God bless you. And everyone on on uh, to bless you. dot com, including Tutu, who has joined us today on WhatsApp. Thank you, mommy O G. Thank you. God bless you. Very good. And the many people whose faces we do not know because they are joining on God bless you. Very good. Have a wonderful week. I'll play that song again. I'll firm a foundation. Have a fantastic week ahead. God bless you. Very good.
2: Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you.
8: Amen.